0: Thank you for joining us for a Kingdom Thoughts conversation with one of our founders on Insight Now. You can watch live streams on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy the conversation. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Mark. Hey,
1: and welcome, everybody. It's, uh, we come to Insight Now. Kingdom thoughts with uh, Mark and Daniel, and uh, you're, you're looking looking pretty sharp there, Daniel.
0: Thank you. I tried. Um, That's right. I'm wearing pajama pants actually, but I got the collar up top.
1: Oh wow! So you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> uh, so it's um it's uh, Thanksgiving week, isn't it for you in the US?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Just a couple days out.
1: Yeah, a couple of days uh, in a couple of days' time, you're giving thanks, right?
0: Yeah, we don't give thanks now. We just give thanks later. That's yeah, we don't have
1: a special day for giving thanks in Australia. We do it all the time.
0: Oh, that's what I was going to say is no Thanksgiving in Australia.
1: No, no, we just do it all the time. Somebody once Mm -hmm. asked me when I was in the US to say, um, Do you have Fourth of July in Australia? (laughs) 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 It's like. No, we missed out on the fourth. We go third, fifth.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You weren't you weren't liberated. They yeah. weren't liberated on the fourth.
1: Yeah. So Hey, so welcome, welcome. It's uh great to be great to be with you. It's great to be sharing with people some of our kingdom our kingdom thoughts, some of the things that are going around. And um, certainly we're still living in this uh, chaotic time in the world, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, but it, 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 sometimes it feels
1: kind of crazy, that's for sure. You know, one of the things that I was wanting to chat with you about, um, and I think this is a perennial subject for for all of artists, but uh, you know, I, I think this whole concept of um, what we would refer to as spiritual warfare, because mm-hmm. um, I, I I think I've been thinking, you know, we really we're probably in a in a time of warfare more than in any other time. It feels like that. I I don't know whether that's the case, but it does feel a lot like that. And so um, I I think it's a subject that has been talked about. There's a lot of books written about it. Um, And I think some people sort of complicated it a bit too. Mm. Um, You know, so I I thought, um, you know, perhaps we can just sort of chat about it. Um, I have a fairly simple definition of what spiritual warfare is mm-hmm. um, and um, my simple definition of it's about operating in the opposite spirit okay um, so I, I noticed that when I I least feel like doing certain things is probably when I need to do them so you know when I least feel like worshiping it's it, 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 it's <laughs> the place when I should be and when I do, I can feel things breaking. I can feel, I think, can feel opposition breaking, you know, when I least feel like being kind um, and being nice. When I do, it feels like I break through something or I break something off. What, what do you think about that, Daniel? Well,
0: actually, like, I just want to go back really quick. Um, yep. to, you know, you said sometimes we like overcomplicate, you know, and things and so that's something that I've really been um, walking through with the Father over the last probably six months is really, you know, he just spoke to me, really told me it's simple, right? We were created to to know him. And so I think so often we look too complicated or we try to think it's so complicated, like especially reading the Bible, when really it's just it's so simple. If you really really read it from a child's mind, you mm-hmm. know, simplicity. what does it say? And and you know just a simple application rather than trying to have some thought about it. So I just really liked how you put that. Um, you know, I, overcomplicated. You got,
1: yeah, well, I think you're right because I think I think that we're really good, even you know from a, um, a human point of view or even a humanistic point of view, are very good at complicating simple things. Yes. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I think I think there is something uh, that's been. Uh, um, sort of built up perhaps or esteemed that the more complex it is, the more valuable it must be. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, particularly I, I, I've seen, you know, certainly in government circles, I've seen them um, you know, have a have a problem they need to salute, to 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 solve. And yet the procedure to solve this problem
0: is very complicated. It's
1: so complicated. Yeah. Because they're trying to cover every sort of angle and, and issue and whatever and it becomes so complex that people forget what, what is it we're trying to solve anyway or what is yeah. it we're trying to do any, anyway yeah and when that, you look at the scripture
0: you know like Jesus
1: was was very very profound but very simple
0: yeah, no I agree. I mean you know as the more I read the Bible, the more I'm like, wow, that was too simple. Like I read it, and I really am. I'm like, how did? How many times have I read this? And I've been looking for some deep, profound, complicated thing. And then one day, when I'm reading it from the aspect of, I'm just reading the Bible, and I'm like, what? I don't know, you know. And I'm just reading it because I just want to read the Bible. And I read something, and I'm just like, wow! Like it's right there, and it's so simple. It's actually very simple to apply it most of the time, too. Um, You know.
1: So you know, I think that. You know, all around about us too. There are lots of um, complicated viewpoints sometimes on spiritual warfare. Uh-huh. You know, and and I like to simplify things as as much as I can. And at times, you know, I felt you know my, in my in my first book, I felt you know that was pretty profound. But at times, I thought, gee, it's too simple. You know, yeah. Um, but you, you know, I mean, like you can. You you can dress something up, but it still remains what it is.
0: Well, would you like an, a complicated set of directions or would you like a simple set of directions?
1: Wrong. a simple set of directions uh, works every time for me. Well,
0: well, I, well, I think that's the point. It's like, I mean, when I read a book, I would love plat- practical application. I mean, when I read something about applying a concept from the Bible or, you know, a concept somebody's trying to get across when, when they write four chapters about something that can be put in one, it it, it's, it it complicates it. And at the end of the book, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, whoa, there's way too much information. A lot of things I don't think that it'll apply. But when it's just a simple concept and it's given across very simply, at the end of the book, I find myself already applying it to my life. Hmm. You know, I mean, it really is because it's just like, oh, okay. And you grasp onto it and you're like, how can I apply that? And it just gives you one simple, you get one simple way to apply it to your life, which you know, we were talking, um, I know I've talked to you about like the brick and mortar of a foundation. It's one of those bricks that you mortar into the foundation. It's just a simple application. You you put it into the foundation um, and actually, you know, it, it becomes a part of you. So it almost grows. It's like you start applying it in more more complicated ways, I guess you could say. It was simple, yeah. at first, but once it's brick and mortared into the foundation of who you are, it's applied across so many complicated situations that are very complex.
1: So when it's there, it must become like almost like a default setting. That's yeah. how you, that's how you respond because you've already established that uh, in there.
0: Yeah, no, I think, I think, yeah, that's, that's the what, what,
1: what about this? Corey says that complication is created to seclude some whilst simple is, or simplicity probably is designed to include everybody
0: no i agree i mean okay. so it
1: becomes more inclusive becomes something that we that that um uh, people were able to embrace probably is another another way and that's why you know when i talk about um spiritual warfare like i've had lots of discussions about this and you know like one of the things that i've been saying consistently is the kingdom is multi-dimensional so there are different dimensions of the concept or there's different dimensions of uh the 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 things that we look at like spiritual warfare if we think we've arrived we haven't Mm. so if it's about Mm. operating in the opposite spirit let's talk about what that looks like practically let's let's talk about what does that look like in life what does that look like in a marketplace setting what does that look like in and i i think jesus demonstrated and tried to, and certainly it communicated it when he said, look, if somebody hits you on this side of the face, then give them the other side, which mm. really goes against, like if someone's going to punch you on this side, I, I'm going to hit them back. I, I'm mm. going to give them fivefold ministry, right? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to punch their lights out, which is uh, about reacting. Yeah, But Jesus is saying, don't do that respond in a different way where you give them the other side and in in effect uh, identifies to them that, you, that you're not going to you, you're not going to respond in the in the same way that they are responding to you or or he said in another like this he said if they, if they ask you to work one mile walk two yeah because I think what he was trying to say is that spiritual warfare, is not so is not entirely just about um, you know um, affecting somebody else so that's what you want to do yeah but but when you operate in the opposite spirit, you change yourself first
0: well. what what did we talk about the concept that you know the spirit realm has no has no distance right so i can pray for somebody from here in australia and and i can change something in australia from the from Mm the platform so so what if since we're atmosphere creators what if part of spiritual warfare is the person who we might be dealing you know we're dealing against uh you know, it's not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And, you know, so what if we're dealing with somebody, something in somebody or something that's on an atmosphere on somebody and we've let that affect us is really what we're talking about, because they bring, you know, they bring an attitude against us. We have an attitude back. We've now been affected by the very thing that they brought into us. So what if, what if I actually go in and I get right? And I pray over the situation and I actually change the atmosphere over them, wherever they might be. I can actually change Mm -hmm. the atmosphere by coming against that, by saying you don't have authority over me like you brought that to me. But I choose not to walk it out with you. I choose not to stand in the atmosphere that you brought to me. I'm going to stand in my atmosphere that I can create. And then I'm actually going to project my atmosphere to you now. I'm going to, I'm going to let you live in my atmosphere because my atmosphere is stronger. It's bigger than yours. Right. Like yep. I I stand as a son. So, and so I think, you know, that's a lot of, it's about that whole atmosphere thing we talk about, which is, you know, very much a spiritual warfare, right? It's, it's principalities, it's powers in the air. So it's, mm. a, it's, it's about, you know, the air, it's about an atmosphere.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking, um, you know, the, I mean, there's so many illustrations. We have some personal ones. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking, um, uh, I, I often thought about this, you know, let's take Paul and Silas in Acts 16, okay? So these two guys, they are turning the world upside down. They are seeing people um, healed, set free, you know, all sorts of things that are taking place, Okay. right? <laughs> and And therefore this attack comes on them and they are arrested right? So they're arrested for doing good. They're arrested for doing some things that are really changing people's lives, really bringing people into freedom and healing and all of that sort of stuff. And so they're arrested and they're taken to prison and they're put in the deepest, darkest depths of the prison with instructions to the jailers that they are not to be, not to be, not to escape. Yeah so they are they are put in stocks they are put in chains they are put in this place that, which which well, you know they're is in bondage
0: they're in bondage
1: yeah they're put in a bondage yeah right they're put right. in a bondage for doing good yeah and so here you have they're in there and and i'm sure they you know it was said that they were praying um, but come around about midnight they started to worship they started to praise they started to just um Change the atmosphere in the whole place.
0: Yeah, right. You and know, and shit, that, right? It shift know, the atmosphere
1: or shift the atmosphere. Well, I'm I'm sure if I was in there, I'd be like, God, get me out of here. What do you <laughs> think? This is not fair. You know, I've been doing all of this good stuff and all this good work, and da 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 da. da you know, and now this has happened to me. I'd be complaining. I'm I'm sure in prayer. You know, oh, right? Oh, just yeah. complaining, yeah. which is oh. really not that good, but. But here they are, and so they operate in the opposite spirit because they are really operating in the opposite of what everything around about them um, is keeping them in captivity. It's keeping Mm -hmm. them in bondage, right? And so they start to praise and worship and sing and rejoice and give thanks and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Now, you can't tell me that that would have been um, a natural response for most people.
0: Yeah. Well it's,
1: right. And you know. it was probably something that they had established inside of them and they, they it came out as a default sort of stuff. But the interesting thing that happened was that changing of the atmosphere, that shifting of the atmosphere, every instrument of bondage in that place came undone.
0: Yeah. No, I mean even in the natural, right? I mean the bondage fell off of it. I them. mean the
1: the the, non, the, the locks which Is a bondage thing, it's a you know, it's yeah. it's 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 a thing that's keeping people captive, yeah, right? Whatever whether they should be there or not. But all of locks came off, or everything opened the doors, all of those sorts of things because the, the atmosphere was so affected because of them operating in the opposite of what would have been a natural, normal expectation, and I think that's part of the point. Well, so that when you when you when you're kind to somebody who's been really gross to you, who's been really not good, what, what happens is that you you propel them into kindness rather than into the same thing that they're at. You know, it's it's like for instance, if you have somebody who's behaving in a victimized way, right? they are be, they're being a victim. They've been victimized, so they can't help themselves, they're operating as a victim. If you go and you confront that victim mindset, you just make them more of a victim.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? If you go and highlight their victimness, that's what you do. You just make them more victim. You just you just strengthen. You just give authority to. You just highlight their victim. But if you are able to somehow bring them into the opposite by showing the opposite, showing them what it, what it can look like mm-hmm. are, are calling them into who they really are. Yeah. Then you help to call them out of victim and into sort of a more ownership place. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: uh, you know, I, I think, I, I think it, it doesn't take any, it doesn't take any ability to be able to tell people what they are already. Yeah. It's
0: calling them into what they can be.
1: Yeah, it's calling people into what they can be, what what they can could step into, which which draws them into that, and it's a really it's, it is a form of spiritual warfare. It is a, a warring type thing because it's the opposite of what everybody else would want to do or what's the normal sort of thing to do.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I talking about it like you go back and we look at a little further on in that story. I mean, just probably, oh, you know, I mean, it's probably like a maybe a couple verses later right right next to it but um wasn't the wasn't the whole prison didn't all the gates in the prison yeah so so the point is is that so two people in the prison were praising god but all were set free
1: that's
0: right the whole whole atmosphere it affected the atmosphere so not only so all the other griping people still got to partake of the atmosphere the, the, that right. that they were, they were putting in. So it, it didn't just undo their bondage. It undid everybody's bondage. Yep.
1: Yeah. You know, I think it's also why, um, you know, uh, unforgiveness is, is, is so, you know, I understand it, you know, I understand where, you know, some people can be so hurt by other people. Yeah. That, the, their pain and um, a, and the things that have been said or done to them can so so capture so capture. I understand that, but I also understand when you are able to get healed of those sorts of internal things, how freeing it is for not only yourself but for other people. Oh particularly yeah! The, particularly the people that were involved in it.
0: Well, I, I think about. I mean, really, what what kind of atmosphere do we create over people when we when we have unforgiveness towards them? I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I, I think of. Um, yeah, I mean that's, that's that's really like I'm just thinking about that. Thinking about the, what right because our our mouth can give our word can give uh, life or it can give death, and so if we're when you have unforgiveness towards somebody, I can't say that uh, you really have good thoughts or good words to say about them very often. I think of all the destruction we do in their life because we have unforgiveness towards them.
1: Yeah, you know, I wonder, uh, you know, particularly um, in living life, so practically, what is, what's it, what does it look like to engage in spiritual warfare? Yeah, I know it is about praying, Mm -hmm. I know it is about, um, you know, praying and interceding. Um, And, you know, I I think that one of the things that I learned years ago um, was instead of having a list of things that you're asking God for, like give me this and I need this and I need this and we need this and we need to see breakthrough this, is actually to be thanking for the result. So, Father, you know, I thank you that you have... Um, you've already gone ahead of this and that you've already made this and you've already mm-hmm. done, you know, those sorts of things. So it's actually positioning you in a place where you are giving thanks for something even though you can't see it, even though it hasn't happened, which is more praying by faith mm-hmm. and more operating in an opposite way to what you can feel like doing. But I think it's much more a positional you know, it's it's a, it's an understanding of who you are.
0: It's a it's a heart position too. You know, because yep. if you're going to start thinking, um, those that say, you know, it says to you know your enemies and your your persecutors, you know, we're to bless and pray for them. I think it's it's a lot of that too. You know, some of the biggest release I've had from people that I harbored unforgiveness from came when I started um, actually speaking blessing into their life um you know uh, where I started speaking things over them that weren't yet you know it's like you know I, I know they hurt me but Lord I know that they're such a kind-hearted and loving person and so I, I I thank you that you're bringing them into a place of love and into a place of charity into a place who they really are meant to be was not the person that hurt me. And so, Lord, I really see that in them, and I, I just want to forgive them, but I speak I, I speak over them, you know, um, these blessings. Um, yep. You know, um, I think there's a lot in that too.
1: So you must have seen um, situations change um, that involved other people really as a result of you changing. Nothing else. Well, not nothing else, but because you, you know, you you changed other you saw other people well, other would, situations
0: yeah. change what, what you're looking for is that the circumstances around us in the natural didn't really change but something changed you know it's not like it's not like i bought somebody a new car so then they everything was good you know it was that it just changed and it was uh, yeah it was from doing warfare um like we're talking about you know you were talking about applying it to the the marketplace um, you know, I was thinking of a customer I had, um, actually still have, but, um, I have a couple different customers, but one of them was, um, uh, just really antagonistic, uh, always had to have their way, um, really like to stir things up. You could see it. Um, mm-hmm. and I was watching this just happen, lots of tension. Um, and you know, what it was really doing was it was bringing, um, a lot of, uh, anxiety to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was always this, per- I knew this person and then n- nothing was ever going to be good enough. It always mm-hmm. wasn't their way. Um, you know, and, and really what had to happen is, um, first I pray first, of course, I prayed into it cause I, I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do. So I'm thinking, Lord, give me wisdom on this thing. I don't know <laughs> how to deal with these people. Yeah. You know, um, and I've never dealt well with that to this point. I can honestly say that is I just ran from those things. It's like, fine. They, you know, if they want to be like that, I'm just, they can find somebody else or whatever. And what it really came down to, though, was pulling myself together with by the grace of God and the, the strength that He gave me. And I approached this person. And I just told him, I said, "Look, I said this. This is how this is how it is. Like we got a problem here. I I want to respect you. I know you know a lot of what you're doing, but also I need some respect back out of you. And we need to do this together rather than you just always fighting." fighting this thing. And you know, it, the person now, this is the thing is they expected me to come at them. Like when I said, Hey, and it really, it was like, can we step over here and have a conversation? And you can just see them they're They're putting on the boxing gloves. They're like, okay, let's go have this conversation. And I really just, you know, I was gentle and I came at him from a completely different spirit instead of like, you need to get off my job. You need to, you, you're being a pain in my butt and all this. I really was like, look, we, we can do this. I know that we can do this together. You're a human being. We both know something about this. Let's decide to have a relationship and do this house together and not fight because it's, where does that get us? You're going to still get the home in the end. We'll just fight all the way there. So let's work together. Like if you have an understanding about me that I'm going to do the best I can, if you have something that you think I did wrong, come to me from a, from a, a spirit of hey, I just want to give you my advice about something and see what you think about it, rather than always coming to me and being like, you're a crappy builder. You don't know what you're doing. Um, Maybe I'm just not doing it the way that you would like it done. That doesn't mean it's done wrong. And really, after having this conversation, he reached, he stuck his hand out to me, shook my hand, and he said, you know, he's like, I have a lot of respect for you, and you're really a man for coming and talking to me about this. Mm. Like you didn't just talk behind my back and you just didn't go and and we didn't have fights all the time you you manned up. I mean this guy's telling me this he's he's telling me I manned up and I came to him and he really appreciated that. Now did all our problems stop? No, they didn't but we have an agreement that I can keep going back to. Hey remember how we're doing this. Hey remember how we're doing this.
1: So it really it really comes a lot back to once again, it always seems like all roads lead back to this particular point, but it really comes back to understanding who we are, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think if so. You, uh, really,
1: you really have an understanding about who you are. Yeah. And, and, you're, and you're secure with that.
0: Yeah. I think if we understand who we are too, you know, talking about, you know, trials and things don't come, against us that that we're not able to handle i mean that was a promise the lord gave us is that he said you know don't worry i'll be with you the impossible is possible and nothing i won't, it's not like anything the devil can do anything to you that you weren't you're not prepared for and so i really think in knowing who we are you know we talk about your greatest struggles so often we'll show you your 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 greatest places of um authority or the are the place you're you're most gifted in and so I think when we really start realizing who we are, um, when these struggles or these attacks come against us, we really can turn the other way and say, okay, what's in my arsenal? What gift do I have or what strength do I have that, come, that is to take this thing out? Because it wouldn't be here if I didn't have the strength for it.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think of David, you know, I think he was like a 16, 17 year old boy And he's sent down to, you know, where his brothers are with the army. Yeah. You know, and they are facing off against the Philistines and against particularly Goliath, who comes out, you know, on a regular basis to hurl abuse at the the armies and the army runs. Uh, Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that an army is lined up, dressed like an army, looking like an army, smelling like an army, you know, and and – Goliath comes out and hurls abuse at them and they turn and run. And they do this morning and night.
0: Well, he struck Fear, so,
1: Yeah, of course he wow. did. It, 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 I, I know. But but here comes this 16, 17-year-old who who stands up and says, why are you doing this? Let's just take him out. Like, let's, you know, and, 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 of course, the very first thing that he encounters is that the, the closest relative to him, his brother, yeah. Older brother starts accusing him of having wrong motives. Yeah. Right? Then, of course, he gets hit by the king and says, you know, you're only young, you can't do this, you know. Um, and then, of course, he gets Goliath himself hurling abuse. So they're sort of the, the three realms that the enemy, you know, tries to, tries to speak or tries to limit what we're doing or trying to attack what we're doing. But it's really interesting that because David knew who he was and knew who God was to him, so therefore he knew his identity, he knew who 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 he was and who God was to him, was able to say, Let's take him out. And of course he did. Mm-hmm. You know, and um and you know, this this really interesting because the army obviously had an idea of who they were as an army, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the very first things that David said was, you know, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? What he was saying was, who is this guy who is not under the covenant of protection of God? Why are you even concerned? Um that, that he's going to be successful when you have everything up behind you, have all the resources you have, God himself behind you, and who's committed to you and who's covenanted with you.
0: But That's, so, why, David, that's why David made such a good king, though, because he didn't just realize who he was, Mark, he realized who they were. He realized who the... Who the Israelites were. That's what he's telling him. He's like, "Why are you doing this? I know who you are. I know your covering. You don't even know your own covering." Yeah. You know. He's yeah. he's seen he's seen what the army was supposed to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean he he of course had the uh, he had the things to back it up because you know he's he's fought the lion he's fought the bear you know he's 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 got some experience as well you know so he's not yeah, an yeah, inexperienced. Yes, some yeah. victory that now that's an interesting point victories yeah because no, because victory gives you authority yeah right so so from your victories you have a greater authority because you've won some victory
0: well yeah I mean I think of you know david just doesn't say i'm gonna go out and slay him because i'm david or because i know who god is he also when he's talking he says uh you know i've taken the bear and i've taken the lion i can take this guy like he's actually putting yep. the victories he's saying hey guys like you know like what would a king if they announced the king and you were in amongst the men he'd be like oh yeah i've taken this country and i've taken this country and that's why i'm the king and that's why i have authority you know, and that's what he's saying is, he's like, I've taken the line, I've taken the bear, I, I got this. Like, I have, I-, I understand victory.
1: Yep. Well, just like um, on the screen here, my fellow Aussie, Mark, um, calling those things that are not as if they already were. Actually, it's not from Corinthians; it's from Romans. So God, who speaks of those things that aren't as if they already were, so that's that's how he that's how he saw it. So God sees beyond what's there and he speaks of those things and he brings it into the now by creating a reality because he declares as if it already is. So, you know, he's, uh, you know, in that case, it would be like saying, Hey, I thank you for the victory. I thank you for the victory that I'm already got that we're living in right now, even though we're still battling.
0: Well, so, so often didn't they sacrifice for the victory before the battle?
1: Oh uh, yeah, as, as well as they also did create memories of the of the victory as well.
0: Yeah, you know it's that that's the concept. You know, he says if he did it once, he'll do it again. You know, that's that's who God is, right? So if, if the, we've had a victory before, we can have a victory again because one when, yeah. when it's been done, we can do it again.
1: Well, that's that whole thing of celebrating, um, the. Um, Celebrating exactly what you were talking about before, you know, it, it's it's like taking that which we already have and and using that as that victory, that authority that we have in that victory because we've defeated this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we've defeated this already. So therefore, um, it can happen again, and it can happen again, particularly as we give testimony of it too.
0: Well, and I think your victories will get bigger. I think that's the thing. Is it's you know you. Oh, of you I actually believe if you're, you know, if you're really going to put that into words, I think God's done it once. He'll do it even better the next time. Like it's not that he'll just do it again. It's that he'll do it better the next
1: time. Oh, he always does. I mean, you know, the, the new covenant was better than the old covenant. The old covenant yeah. was good, but,
0: well, he yeah. always does a new thing. He says, behold, I do a new thing. I mean, that's who God is. He's always doing something new. Yep. I mean, that's in his nature. And so it's always a new thing. And that's, I think, you know, that's, that's, I think sometimes we try to get caught up in our old victories. And he wants to do. He wants to do a new victory.
1: You know, um, i I think that um, there's such this when we talk about spiritual warfare, and let's even just try and take this in a in a practical thing. That um, you know how it talks about. We um, you, you really defeat curse or cursed stuff by blessing. Yeah, you know. So therefore, you know, even in everything that's going all around about us, it doesn't take too much difficulty to get caught up with. All of the stuff that's happening, you know, particularly there in the U.S. Um, at the moment, with so many things that are going on around the election or around around covert, you know, not only in the U.S. but here in Australia, other other countries, all of the sorts of things that are going on. Some of the crazy decisions. It's really easy to get caught up in that, but it's more it's it's more productive to be declaring, um, blessing, and declaring some things that we know are in the heart of the Father. He is good, and so it is the goodness and kindness of God that leads people to repentance. Well, I
0: mean, you know, that's something that's really been on my heart. We we're talking about the elections and stuff. Is you know, right, right after the whole thing happened and it was just a big mess, the Lord really led me into a place of taking communion. You know, and that's really where talking about It's Like he, want, he, he, you know, the Father was just saying, I want you to bless, bless the nation, and I want you to to. You know, his blood, which is, you know, covers all sin. It covers every, it, it it speaks a better word always. And so it's really, I've been, t- we've been taking communion and really, you know, just declaring the blood over our nation and over the situation. It's like, you know, truth will come out and, and blessing. It's that you know, like I still believe, I still believe 100% that the world, that our nation, the world is all worth blessing. I mean, I still think that, you know, the Lord still wants to bless every single person that walks on the face of the earth. And um, so I I think there's too much cursing going on and not enough blessing. If you really ask me, I think that we should be a person that goes, I think we should be blessing all the time. Every person we pray for, we bless them. Every person we think of, we bless them. Um, You know, I mean, that's an authority we have. Well, it's
1: it's, it's the same as when we see in 1 Corinthians 14, it talks about, Prophecy of prophetic words—they uh, should edify or build up. Yeah, um, they should encourage. Um, they should comfort. You know, they should be the three major things that the that the that and that really is. A, that's what prophetic words are supposed to do. So when you when you bring something prophetic that builds people up in the midst of their stuff or the things that are going on around about them, how significant that can change their. View or can change their their circumstances because you have cut through some of the sorts of things that they are ensnared with or or feeling overwhelmed with. That you actually bring into them something from heaven that 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 has the effect of turning things around.
0: Well, I think you're talking about giving a corrective word in love. It doesn't look like a corrective word, because what you're really doing, actually, is you're just correcting their perspective. Yeah, all their atmosphere. Yeah, that's a new one, because so often, I mean, it's not all the time, but so often, even when I give a prophetic word, sometimes I'll see the problem. And then if I I push, and not really push, but if I just say, Lord, okay, I see the problem immediately I get the prophetic word that speaks the opposite. In other yeah. words, something, it's an impartation to them where they look at themselves this way, and I say, well, God looks at you the opposite way. Yeah. And so often you'll see, right, there's there, there a lot of times, a lot of freedom and deliverance comes right in that moment. They just, yeah. I think that, you know, it's like that moment where it's like, aha, they, they truly, they hear the word and they, they take it in and they put it in their heart and it, and it shifts. Oh, okay, I'm not the thing I think I am or I'm not I'm not the problem or you, you know God does love me. He does see me. Yep. Um yeah.
1: So if we if we bring this down back into a um a, a practical thing for people that might be listening today mm-hmm. is that what what we're talking about um is uh, operating in the opposite spirit. The opposite thing of what you would be normally want to do or even feel to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I think, um, so many times when I have been able to operate in the opposite of that, you know, I, I you know, like I, I was saying before, when you least feel like doing something, that's probably when you should. Yeah. When you, when you least feel like, um, uh, encouraging somebody or you least feel like praying or worshipping or when you least feel like going to a meeting, for instance, you know, that, you know, you you really were intending to go to, whatever that meeting might be, that can often be um, a very um, significant event in your life. I can really actually change things because you war against or you operate against what you feel not you don't want to do and actually do it. You know, you know, if you have a problem with somebody and um and you least feel like you just don't feel like talking to that person, you just want to exclude them, but you actually decide to go and you speak to them and you and you tell them um you know, encouraging things. It's like you encourage them. Yeah. Like you, you may be you may talk about the issue or you may say sorry, you know, even though it's not entirely your fault, but you go in there and you say, "Listen, just want to say sorry for for you know how I acted or how I responded here. So there's a humility that's involved in it, but it breaks something. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I agree. Y- you know, we we're talking about one of the experiences I've had. Um, there was you know somebody in my life who I I really couldn't. It's not that I couldn't find a good thing to say about them. Um, it's that I had a lot more not good things to say about them um and uh, you know it really came down to finding the father's heart on the situation so one is 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 that i wanted my heart to be examined and so i went before the father and said, examine my heart of course you know um dealt with some some stuff on my own stuff um forgiveness some things you know what was i harboring lord show me um and then and then you know rather than rather than so, I had been operating in the spirit of maybe not talking so nice about them or not having a good thing to say. Um, I then saw the father's heart about this person in a person that I couldn't really find anything I liked in. I found a lot that I liked once I looked through the eyes of the father into this person and I seen so much. And I really just started speaking that. You know, I was blessing that person, blessing their family. Blessing, you know and, and really calling out those things Oh, uh, i know maybe he's not operating like this right now but i know it's in him lord and i want to see that come out like i love him and i want to see him change the world with that thing you have put in him you know and and mm-hmm. and it's really and it, you you get into a place of authority at that moment like we're yeah. talking about like spiritual warfare that's really where the warfare is is right there because now you, you, you have been given a place to speak into this person's life and authority when you are speaking not, not good things or maybe nothing at all. You're now standing in a place where the Father just starts showering you with things. He's just giving you swords to just throw at the enemy. You're just hucking these knives and these swords at the enemy. And you're almost in your overjoyed almost while you're doing it because now you're loving the person rather than having so much to say against them. Um, and that's, you know, and you're, you're, you're kicking the enemy at his own doorstep. He got you for a moment, but you know, you're gonna, and so,
1: yeah, it's a scripture that says that, um, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, yeah, but they are mighty for pulling down strongholds, for destroying the works of the enemy. And, um, you know, a carnal weapon looks like a weapon, you know, I don't think it I don't think there's any person around that, if you didn't show them a machine gun or a knife, w- w- would 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 be able to identify. As soon as you showed it, that's a weapon. If you said, you know, what's this? They just say that's a weapon. So therefore, um, in the kingdom, the things that are weapons don't look like weapons. Yeah. That's why, particularly the fruit of the spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, kindness, all of these sorts of things. Uh, um, th- they are weapons. And as you use those weapons, um, they really make a difference because they are warring against. You know, it's the same um, uh, from um, um, 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Uh, let me just show it up here 1 Timothy 1 says, um, this I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you can wage the w- good warfare. There, that's another weapon that we can use. Uh, it's the prophetic words. This is what God has said, you know, and to and to operate using that and bringing us into a um, uh, a different environment because it's operating in the opposite spirit. So, you know, this father... Paul was talking to his son Timothy and saying, listen, these prophetic words, you know, um, use it to obtain some breakthrough um, in in your life. Use it to obtain some breakthrough from other people. And, you know, I I think that's, that's a... It's a really a whole thing so what we're really talking about today is that no matter what part of life that you're focusing upon in the in a marketplace environment in whatever field that it is just your life realizing um that operating the opposite spirit is not a sign of weakness it's a sign of strength it actually can break through some things for you and other people's lives and particularly change you know, being, being realising that the change that happens in you will affect so many other people. Yeah. It's pretty good, Daniel. Um, one, of the, one of the really uh, great things too is that um, uh, I'm going to do this live stream again um, tomorrow with my friends Chris and Peter. We do it every, uh, every Tuesday U.S. time um at, at about 4:30 p.m. in the afternoon specific that uh, specific pacific t- standard time yeah. or at 7:30 right over on the east coast or in australia 11:30 a.m. on a on a wednesday um, morning and you and i um uh, are going to be on each monday uh yeah. us time or tuesday um Aussie time mm-hmm. um and so um and we we we're, we're exploring different things of the kingdom different thoughts of the kingdom and today we were just looking at about um, spiritual warfare and sort of t- trying to somehow simplify it throw off some of the complexity that some people are um, have got anything else you want to say Dave, daniel before we go
0: well you know i was just thinking of the story um about uh smith wiggleworth when you know he talks about hearing the rustling in, in his a hallway he lights a candle walks down the hallway comes face-to-face with Satan um, and and he says, oh, it's just you and go goes back to bed and And the whole point is I think like that, you know in that spiritual. He, he he wasn't fearful He operated in the opposite spirit. He was like, okay, it's just you I'm not you know I'm gonna operate in peace. I'm going back to bed and going to sleep because that's yeah. that sobs, you know and as I've been working, you know, I was kind of talking about that um with my wife. And sometimes, you know, one of the the simplest things I think of spiritual warfare is that we don't give heed to that thing. And I've talked to you that about to you about this a bunch, is that you know, maybe we wake up in the middle of the night and and we hear something go bump or whatever, and it's not giving heed to that. It's not all this it's getting scared, getting out of bed and what was that and all that. Really, it's just about you know. Um, my wife talked about hearing a woman in the middle of the night screaming um, for help, and I was like, "So it's like Jesus help them, mm-hmm. and then go back to sleep." You know, it's like uh, you know what you're dealing with, but we don't yep. let ourselves get all ruffled up, and we're going to put on our boxing gloves and and let that thing you know take yep. us to that point. I think that's like your first line of defense, right there. Is not yep. stepping into their atmosphere.
1: Well, you know, I, I think that when we when we highlight something and we focus upon it, we magnify that thing. So if we if we're talking mm-hmm. about fear, for instance, and we're talking about how fear is gripping and and you know how it's debilitating me and how it's you know hurting me and what else, we're actually just magnifying that thing, rather than to realize, yeah, it's fear, but perfect love casts out all fear. So we're we're, we're highlighting the love, which is the antidote or which is the solution to the issue which is about operating the opposite spirit to what you feel like doing. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's like I said a little while ago, if if you have somebody who who is acting from a victim mindset, right? And and all you can do is highlight their victimness, then you're just making them more of a victim rather than to give them something that is the opposite of that. We, and call them into that, call them into in, into that. Hey, you, you're bigger than this. You're greater than this. This is who you really are, and calling yeah. them um, into that, and that's what we need to be seeing um, a lot more around about us.
0: Well, and it brings clarity. We all know it's like going in. If if, if our troops went into battle in complete disarray and confusion, you wouldn't work as a, as a, a call, yep. a troop. And so I, 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 think, you know, that's, I know out of my personal experience, whenever I give that atmosphere, um, that authority, I actually, you know, like I hear the bump in the night or, or I deal with the demonic. Um, I, I get all ruffled up and I get all tense and I start like boxing them. You know what I mean? And it, and it's really, that's what I'm saying is it's, it's, it actually, it, you're not clear. You're yelling or you're doing whatever you're going to do. You're screaming things at them. You're doing things. Um, and and sometimes i think there's time maybe time not necessarily like that but there is time where we have to speak out and take care of some things but but when we're dealing it with it on ourselves so often i think that it's um we haven't we step out of clarity to see through to think through the situation when we give that we get over to that
1: great daniel well it's time for us to go um and um Enjoyed chatting with you again. I will do this again next um, Monday US time or Tuesday. Uh, Look at Kingdom Thoughts. And then tomorrow it will be Chris, Mark, and myself um, on at 4.30 Pacific time, 7.30 East Coast time or 11.30 a.m. on uh, Wednesday in uh, in Australia. So thanks, Daniel. Great to chat with you. And uh, we'll do it again next week.
0: All right. Sounds good.
1: See you then. Okay. Blessings. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can
0: follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.